Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Every week, it's my goal to share a story of someone's journey through their life and financial vineyard. We take you from their roots to the journey of their vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft their delicious lives. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Welcome to this edition of Wine and Done. We are going to be talking to Janice once again about how women empowerment and the two come together. We really spent a lot of time talking about almost a identity crisis for many women who have worked their way into a leadership position. So sit on back, enjoy your favorite beverage with Janice Vitale and Amy Irvine. Well, welcome to the third edition of Personal Growth with Janice Vitelli and Amy Irvine. We're very, very, very excited to be recording this, as I always am, to be recording with Janice, and particularly talking about Women's History Month as two women who want to see more personal growth among other colleagues in our profession. We're very excited to be talking about this particular topic. And we really wanted to be talking about the feelings that women might have even when they are successful, whether you call that trailblazers or um, looking at just their day-to-day life and the importance of how busy we are and how much we have floating around in our minds sometimes but that we are all together all the time. And in reality, there's really many insecurities that we share. And when we realize that these insecurities are um, not just ourselves and just, you know, individual insecurities that we have, then, then there's, we don't feel as alone. Right. So, um, so Janice and I are going to be talking a few things about that. And um, as two women who have decided to go out and do their own thing with their own business, <laughs> although not restricted to that in any way, shape or form, I know a lot of women that are managing households and children and parents and all of those things. And they're being pulled in a lot of his- a lot of different directions. So hats off to the, the many, many women that are out there listening to this and to the men who support those women and are very, um, you know, back much, much the backbone of the old saying is behind every good man, there's a great woman and behind every great woman, often there's a significant partner. So 
Jess, thank you so much for being part of this show again and for coming back for episode three. Um, as you and I talked about when we were preparing for this particular session, Women's History Month is very important to me. I think uh, having grown up during a period of time and in a profession where very few women actually are in, um, you know, it's a challenge sometimes. And one of the things that I talked about when, uh, when we were prepping for this was it's not just a woman thing, but we're willing to maybe admit that our heads get in the way sometimes of us believing that we might achieve something or um, thinking that it's too big for us to be able to do. So talk a little bit about that and, and how common that actually is. It's really common. And, um, you know, many, many people have those kinds of self-doubts. And, and, and like you said, I think um, as women, you know, in our, in our society, you know, we're, women are told to, you know, and maybe it's not overtly, but when we're kids, you know, like girls kind of need to simmer it down. You're being a little too much. Um, you're talking too much. Uh, you shouldn't be angry and actually, and also lots of judgment around like the size of our bodies. So not only should we be quiet, but we also need to like get smaller, you know, the, uh, like maybe in like the fifties and sixties, women were supposed to you know, like put your knees to the side and then cross your, cross your, your, um, your ankles, you know? And I think that that's another part of like making yourself smaller. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. so like, Yes, right. Exactly. When we sit at our desk, mm -hmm. we're even when we're standing there. Um, it's yeah. funny after you after our conversation about that, I found myself several times. It's a stressful time of year for us. We're you know we're in the midst of tax season and um, in our normal ordinary business that we're doing for clients too. So it's just a, a little bit. And I and I kept finding myself going like this and going like this and going like this. And I'm like, nope, pull it back. You know, pull it back. I'm not small. And the comment about society tells us one thing, and we internalize that. We definitely, you said, internalize it and judge ourselves that we're not that or that, right? Or um, I know how people are saying, you know, there's you, you can find good balance. Well, I personally have never been able to find like, you know. I'm balanced in the sense that some days I work 12 hours, other days I might work three, you know, so there's a balance on that perspective. But this idea of having like this equilibrium, um, you know, if I judged myself on that, I would fail just about every day. <laughs> so that kind of leads to the next point of our conversation was what I just said, well, I'd fail every day. But what is really, you know, what is that? What is, is that true? Like, am I truly failing every day? How do I get out no. of the way? So I think that that is the, um, you know, we were talking about like internalize all these messages from society, from our families, from movies, TV, you know, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we don't meet those expectations, these kind of false um, expectations or not even things that, that we're deciding ourselves and we don't meet those, then we start beating ourselves up, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like an example of that would be, um, 
you know, uh, talking with a talking with a friend, and they had um, spoken up in a meeting, and then they they're feeling like, oh, I was too much. I talked too much. I was I too assertive, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think the very first step is again, and you and I have talked about this, is awareness awareness that those thoughts are even happening. Because sometimes what happens is we have those thoughts like I'm too much, I'm too this, too that, and it impacts our mood, and we don't even realize what's impacting our mood. Mm. And and also, and then we start getting smaller, and um, you know, our our posture goes down, and and our um, our confidence when we get smaller, our confidence goes down right along with it. So I would say awareness is the is the very first step. So when you say our confidence goes down when we get smaller, um, th- this is something internally, right? So if I'm sitting at my desk and the longer I sit at my desk and the more my shoulders get hunched and hunched and hunched and hunched, um, psychologically, I guess, or internally, then by nature of that, my confidence is decreasing throughout the course of the day because yeah. I am getting smaller and smaller just by my posture and my seat. Mm-hmm. So that's so interesting, a, right? It is. There's a really interesting um, TED talk by a psychologist. Her name is Amy Cuddy, C-U-D-D-Y. And she talks about body language and how when we have, um, when we're sitting in our power more, so like we're, we're sitting up straight and mm-hmm. we have good posture and we're taking deep, deep breaths and we, um, we're we're more uh, centered. We actually have less when, when we're when we're in that situation. We actually have less cortisol going through our body, and cortisol is the stress hormone. And also, you have an increase in um, testosterone when you do what are what she calls uh, power poses. And so, so like in in meetings, often you know, like women, we're like making ourselves small and. Um, and when we start opening up our shoulders and sitting more confidently, that's not only signaling to other people that we are confident, but it's, we're signaling it to ourselves as well. And so in this TED Talk, she talks about um, before going to a meeting or a stressful situation, going in your office or going in to the restroom and doing what she calls uh, power poses. So like putting your putting your, you know, standing with your, with your feet, maybe, um, you know, hip width um, apart and putting your hands on your, on your hips and like standing there for two minutes like that, or also making yourself into a big X, you know, so your arms are, oh, like this. Uh-huh. yeah, and taking up, practicing, taking up space. And so, and she talks in there about how studies show that people that, um, use power poses, they have increased testosterone and decreased, um, oh shoot, I just forgot the name of it, but the, the stress cortisol. Okay. Distress. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, two minutes of your life isn't, isn't going to hurt. And I'm really glad that we, that we, that we talked about this because I, I'd forgotten about power poses and, and how, and how, uh, I was going to use the word powerful again, but how uh, how much they can be help, helpful to us. Yeah, so like the hands on the hips, you know, like I call it the Charlie Angels pose, like 
you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Those are little things that they're silly and people are going to laugh, especially my family, because they know I'm this huge Wonder Woman fan, especially like the mm-hmm. Wonder Woman from the 70s, Linda Carter, and, you know, that show. But the the funny thing is when you can laugh too, right? When you can, when you're stressed, and I had this happen to me Tuesday. I, I had... Um, Wednesday, I had a day that was packed. I mean, packed. And about 9.30 in the morning, I went downstairs to get a cup of coffee and it just was a disaster. And I was almost on the verge of like tears and then thought to myself, my gosh, like this is crazy. Like I'm crying over a fact that coffee got spilled on the counter, but it was just one of those days where my stress level started high. So my cortisone level was high and mm-hmm. I stood there and I just started to laugh. I mean, mm-hmm. just laugh. And my husband looked at me and he's like, um, yeah, all right. I'm like better than crying. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you go into the bathroom or you go into your office and you do that power pose, that even if you're laughing at yourself about it, it really does like bring that out, right? It helps with that, mm-hmm. with our minds get things out of the way a little bit, take down that mm-hmm. notch of um, disbelief in ourselves. Like everybody's human, we're all going to do something and we might laugh at ourselves. But if we go into it with humor, then or a smile or warmness or whatever then it just has a different touch to it right so that could be like a um an unintended positive you know side effect of doing it like you're in the bathroom stall and you're making yourself into an x you know to make yourself feel more powerful um yeah and if it makes you laugh too that's all the all the better yeah for sure (laughs) yeah Uh uh-huh yeah in addition to that, you so you gave four things. Um, you've already said two of them: mindfulness, which goes back to one of the classes that one of the things we talked about last week, actually, or last month, actually, and then which is developing awareness. And you talked about power poses, and Amy Cuddy in particular, this TED Talk, we'll actually have the link um, in our show notes for this particular thing. But what are the other two things that you would suggest for us to help kind of get out of our own way sometimes? Mm-hmm. So along with awareness of these these negative thoughts, this kind of um, faulty programming that we have going on in our heads, journaling them down, journaling those thoughts, you know, so um, uh, today when I was in the meeting, um, I was feeling like I'm not enough. I'm feeling like I, I, I spoke too much. Journaling that and then counter out, countering that with, so that's really not reality based. You know, that's, that's um, old tapes that we have mm-hmm. in our heads. So capturing that and then challenging it and saying like, is that, do I have any, any evidence at all that I spoke too much? Do I have any evidence at all that I'm not enough? And then, so if it's like, uh, if it's a thought like um, I'm not enough or I'm not educated enough or whatever, then countering it and writing, okay, so I have, you know, six years of college and I have this amount of um, experience and, and kind of trying to teach your brain mm-hmm. that here's the reality of the mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. I'm highly educated. Um, I didn't speak any more than anybody else did in the meeting. So it's introducing reality to these negative mm-hmm. habitual mm-hmm. 
And that, that's a challenge. I mean, that sounds like I journal and I actually, that's one of my habits this year is to journal every day and I've done it almost every day. Um, Mm -hmm. There's been a few that I've forgotten, but to keep one notebook and to journal every day and some days like Tuesday or Wednesday when I just, I was like, yeah, today was kind of not a good day this morning. But my success was that instead of getting angry I turned that into, you know, a funny situation. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when we're sitting in a meeting and, you know, we're feeling, um, those feelings are kind of coming up through, right? And mm-hmm. we're, we're almost shutting ourselves down. And I am guilty of that. Like I have done that before where I'm sitting in a meeting and I start to shut myself down because mm-hmm. I am in my mind feeling, you know, like these are my words, not anybody else's but. I don't want to say anything because I feel stupid or I've already been made to feel stupid. So I don't want to say anything. Um, I don't feel valued. My opinion doesn't matter. I've already spoken too much. Like, and this is just me, right? So mm-hmm. talking to my girlfriends, um, you know, they have very similar statements that they like that as well. And so if I can go back and journal about that day and say, okay, yep, that's what happened. But next time, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And so an, another thing that you could try, so you're sitting in that meeting and you notice those negative thoughts coming. You know, we've already talked about like making sure your posture is good, making yeah. sure that you're making sure you're, you're taking nice deep breaths um, into your belly. And then you could also add some positive affirmations. Now, I don't suggest saying these out loud, but if you're in the meeting, which would be interesting, um, but in your head, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm confident. I'm, I'm educated. I have as much right to be in this meeting as anyone else. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't have invited me to this meeting if I didn't have expertise. Yeah. Um, those kinds of things can be really helpful too. And those are things that you can do anywhere, right? So those are things that you can have, um, you can do it in a car. Those are things that you can do laying in bed in the morning or Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So um, positive, and there are tools out there that actually um, kind of can guide you, almost like... um, I know that there is guided meditation, but there's also some guided affirmations if you need to do that too, right? There are some places that you can actually go out there and, and get a place to start if you don't even know what to do with with or how to do guided or how to do those kinds of things. Are there any particular spots that you would suggest that people go to get that? Um, well, like you mentioned, there are there are meditations. So, like on um, Insight Timer, which, which is an app you can put on your phone, you could put in there confidence, and there'll be a guided meditation that you could do around the issue of, of confidence. Um, in terms of positive affirmations, when you do when you do a positive affirmation, you just want to make sure that it's all it's all worded in the positive. So, like when you say it, it should make you feel good 
Um, so it shouldn't, you don't want to have a positive affirmation. It's like, I won't say stupid things in, in meetings. Like that's not, that's not good. It would right. be like, I trust, I trust myself to say, to um, speak my mind um, in a well thought out way in meetings. That's not very well worded, but you get the idea. Yeah. yeah. And so the four just kind of to go back down through mindfulness, jour- journaling, positive affirmations, the power poses. Now I'm going to be like getting ready for meetings and start doing like this again. Um, and maybe listening to the TED Talk by Amy Cuddy if you're looking for suggestions on that, Googling different things that you maybe be able to find. Um, mm-hmm. Another quick topic that I, I want to make sure that we touch on because it seems to be very common and, and it goes back to that, we, how we internalize things and judge ourselves and that we're not that or we're not this or whatever, mm-hmm. is the fact that many women that I've talked to are really embarrassed about compliments. And compliments mm. can build us up. They're almost a power pose to a certain extent, right? But in some mm-hmm. cases, there's that level of I don't want to stand out too much because that's the internalizing. That's that's what society is mm-hmm. not to stand mm-hmm. out too much, you know, as far as over time, right? So do you have any quick suggestions about how people can, instead of being embarrassed by a compliment, because ain't no one guilty here of changing the subject when somebody tries to give me a compliment. Um, but is there any suggestions that you can give to people that they can take that and actually use that as a way to, you know, also remember that, that they need to get out of their own way, that they've done something good and mm-hmm. accept that compliment. So somewhere along the line, I started, I decided I was going to start accepting compliments and, and I do. So if somebody says something kind to me, i like take it fully in and, um, but I also am cognizant that it's it's hard for people to take it in. One thought that I have is that instead of focusing on yourself, you can focus on the other person because the other person is trying to give you a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when we tell somebody who's like looks fabulous, you know, like, oh, I love your outfit. You look fantastic today. And they say, well, I got this. Uh, 20 years ago or you know they they do or I, or I got this at you know a, a thrift shop um they're basically saying you uh when you when we do that we're basically telling the other person you don't know what you're talking about you know <laughs> like i'm I, I don't look good and you're wrong um and so if you focus on the other person because um they really are trying to offer a gift to you and so I actually, um, one time I gave a compliment to a woman and I didn't even know her and she, she didn't, um, she didn't say thank you. She did the, oh, this old thing, you know, this old outfit. And, um, and I, and I explained this whole thing to her and I said, Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm telling you this because, um, because I think you look Great. And so, and she kind of got with it and she, and she accepted the, the compliment. Yeah, yeah. So I don't that's, know if that, that helps at that's all. That's an but. extremely helpful point. And um, as always, Janice, I think it's wonderful. Um, these tips that you're giving, and this is very much what it would be like if somebody was working with somebody like you, these would be the mm-hmm. things that you would be going over. We'd be digging, you'd be digging much deeper into the self image issues 
And I think mm-hmm. also offering validation that, you know, lots of women feel this way and it's not okay. I mean, you know, we need to, we need to be proud of who we are as women and that, um, you know, there is validation though, and there are things that we can work through to make sure that going forward, we get out of our own way and we become part of women's history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you so much, Janice, for, for yet another great day of advice and stay tuned for some upcoming versions that we have planned and we hope that you've enjoyed the show. Please like us and let us know if there's any particular topic that you'd like to hear more about. And if you're interested in working with Janice, there's going to be details at the end on how you can contact her. And of course, if you're interested in working with us at Rooted Plan Group, there will be information on that as well. We hope you all have enjoyed this. Come back and visit us every single month as we release more of this. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dine. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. And don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.